brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome to the Daily Spirit of Devotional Podcast. My name is Victoria Iyak and I am your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today and without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father Lord God Almighty, King of Glory, we thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity to study your word right now. Holy Spirit, we pray that you lead us and that you direct this session that we may understand your word and that we may put it in practice in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. The title of today's teaching is Getting Ready for Review. Getting Ready for Review. So we will read First Samuel chapter six verse twenty and Romans chapter two from verse one up to verse sixteen and we are reading from the New King James Version. We start with First Samuel chapter six from and we will read verse twenty. First Samuel chapter six verse twenty and the man of Beth Shemesh said, Who is about to stand before this holy Lord God and to whom shall it go up from us? Who is about to stand before this holy Lord? God. Now we will read Romans chapter 2 from verse 1 up to verse 16. Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge, for in whatever you judge another you condemn yourself. For in whatever you judge another you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things, but we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O mind, you who judge those practicing such things, are doing the same, that you escape the judgment of God? Are you, do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impediment of, and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God rendered to each one according to his deeds, eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality, but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first and also of the Greek, but glory, honor, and peace to everyone who walks what is good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. For as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law, and as many ha- as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. As many as those who have sinned in the law will be judged by the law, for not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves. Who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness and between themselves, their thoughts accusing or excusing them. In the day, God, when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. This is the word of the law, thanks be to God. So the title of this session is Getting Ready for Review. We have to know that we are going to present it to God and we are to be a joy to look at, to be to his praise and glory and 
how do we then get ready to be presented before God? Because we are going to be presented before God. So we are going to be presented before the Lord. And now the question is how is gonna how is that gonna like how can we prepare ourselves actually? How can we prepare ourselves for that moment? How can we get ready for that moment? Because ultimately some are going to like they are going to in that judgment, you know, some are going to be condemned, some are going to have as like eternal punishment to be separated from the Lord forever to spend eternity with hell and some are going to instead spend eternity in heaven with the Lord. So how do we prepare ourselves so that on that day when we are presented before God and that we will be a joy to look at, that the Lord will rejoice in seeing us, his children, how can we be sure that we shall not hear, depart from me, I never knew you. The First thing I'll say here is salvation in Christ Jesus because you can do all the good works that you want to do. If you are not in Christ Jesus, you cannot be saved. As he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. Some people think that through the good deeds they can be saved, and that's what many other religions teach, but this is not what the Bible teaches. So the first thing to know is that we have to be saved in Christ Jesus. And what do I mean by being saved? Uh, we know that we deserve normally we deserve because the uh because the bible says that the salary the wage of sin is death because of sin because the nature because of the nature of sin we all deserve to die but jesus christ paid the price for the forgiveness of our sins he wants us to believe in him he wants us to surrender our lives to him he wants us to start obeying him and he wants us to have a relationship with him. Um, by salvation here, we're talking about the fact that when you, when you decide to have a relationship with Jesus, when you make a sincere decision to, to, to obey him, to make him your Lord and Savior, he will, your, your spirit will be recreated in his image. He gives you life inside your spirit and he lives in you, in your spirit. And so you have a new life. You have a new life. So this is the very first thing that you have to do to prepare yourself for the moment where you'll be presented before the Lord is to be saved. That's the very first thing because he's a righteous judge and he's going to judge um, on that day. But we who have believed in the name of the Son of God shall not be condemned. So you have to be saved. The first thing you have to do to get ready for that day is to be saved. And then the next thing you have to do is to be refined. You know that... that God purifies us as he purifies gold. There are going to be trials that you will have to face in life. There are going to be times where you may be persecuted and tempted to give up, but you have to stand firm. There will be times where people will treat you in a way which is not fair, biblically speaking, but you will still have to have the Bible response. You will still have to behave like a child of God. Which brings us to the next thing, obedience. You cannot think that you are a Christian and you choose to walk in disobedience towards the word of God. And when you say, Jesus, I make you my Lord, and say, I make you my Lord, I accept you as my Savior. Savior, you accept that he died for your sins, that he was again, and that you now have life in him. But when you say Lord, it means that he's the master. He's chief. He's the one who says, do this and you do it. You are to surrender to him and it's not him who surrenders to you. 
So we have to walk in obedience towards him. If he says do this, we do it. If he says do not do this, we do not do that. Not because we want to end our salvation, but because we love him. And he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And then this brings us to the next point, love, sincere love. Because the Bible talks to us about sincere love and it talks about it in First Peter chapter one verse twenty-two, and I like the way it means because what explains it. Uh, it means that even when you are misused or shamed, when you are misused or shamed, that love does not alter. It means that you show the love of Jesus. You are like Him, because as the Bible says, "As He is, so are we in this world." And the Bible also says that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So it means that when people revile you, when people insult you, when people persecute you. Instead of acting like a normal human being would do, like fighting back, insulting, avenging, your love would instead be sincere. Even if those people do not love you sincerely, you you will love them sincerely. You will keep forgiving. You will keep loving. And you will be like Jesus who said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Or like Stephen who said, Father, do not charge this against them. Do not charge them with this sin. That's Acts chapter 7 verse 60. Sincere love is the one Corinthians thirteen type love, the love that forgives, the love that believes the best, the love that does not rejoice in evil, the love that rejoices in the truth, the love that shows long suffering. It means that even if they keep persecuting you, even if they keep rejecting Jesus, you are still there praying for them because you want them to be saved. So, and the last point on how to get ready for the review how to prepare yourself for when you'll be presented before the Lord is to stand in faith because people some people start in this walk with Jesus but the trials of life circumstances uh, things of the world come up and the people stop believing the word of God they stop walking in faith they stop believing that they've been cleansed they stop believing what the word of God says they let the individual experience and the individual experiences of others truncate the truthfulness of the word of God into your eyes. So they prefer elevating people's experience above the written word of God. And that's how they lose faith. That's how they stop believing. And when you stop believing, you stop believing what the word of God says you're supposed to live. So we have to be very careful not to be those ones who started in the Lord and were going forward and then back decided to backslide and then little by little fell away from the faith and departed from the faith. There are so many Christians who are doing that right now. Uh, so many people who are self-professing Christians. Pastors, musicians, Christian musicians, Christian pastors, Christian authors. There are many of them. I will not mention the names, but when I'm saying it, I'm sure that you're recognizing some of them. If you heard about these things, like they started well, when you were looking at your lives, you would say this person started the race pretty well. This person is working with the Lord pretty well. You were reading your books and you were like, yes, this is the Bible. This is gospel. Uh, perhaps you saw one or two mistakes and you were praying for them and like, okay, God help them correct this and God that. But then you're looking at it and the way they reject Jesus now, the way they say they're not serving God anymore, the way they say, and the, the way they explain it, because I, I took time to listen to some of the stories. They always explain how progressive it was. It's not that they woke up one morning and they said, I'm not believing in Jesus anymore. It started little by little, that your faith was eroded little by little. First, the enemy will attack this or that area of your life. At times, it's your wedding, your marriage, sorry. At times, your marriage, it's your children. At times, it's your projects and stuff. And instead of standing firm on the word of God and believing and fighting the good fight of faith, they give up little by little. And then the thoughts are coming from the devil. 
and those thoughts little by little from strongholds and before they realize it they start announcing publicly that they're not sure that they believe in God anymore and then they finally say that they're not Christians anymore. They be very careful. It starts little by little, very small, small fires and then by the time you realize it, it has exploded and destroyed everything and you are out of the faith and if you are out of the faith you cannot you cannot spend eternity with God. On that day, you may be one of those people to whom he said, it's bad for me, I never knew you. If you did not repent on time, or if you did not start a real relationship with Jesus before it was too late. And once you are dead, there is no other way for you to come back. Unless there is someone here on earth at that moment to to declare that you come back to life, to bring you back to life, to raise the dead. If there is nobody there for you, and that you were going to hell, then you are going to hell for real. So make a decision now to walk with Jesus for real, to be saved for real, to turn to him for real, to to stand firm despite the trials, to walk in obedience, to have a sincere love for yourself and for your neighbor because to love your neighbor is yourself. And first of all, you have to love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all that you have and all that you are and decide that you're not going to give up that you're going to stay walking in the faith and that even when doubt knocks at your door, you're going to reply to it with the written word of God. I'll end with this quote by Smith Wigglesworth. And uh, yeah, how can we be sad or hang our heads or be distressed if we only knew how rich we are? May God's name be blessed. Our trials are getting us ready for the procession and the presentation before the Lord. How can we be sad or hang our heads or be distressed if we only knew how rich we are? May God's name be blessed. Our trials are getting us ready for the procession and the presentation before the Lord. Let us pray. Father God, my taking of why we are praying right now to you. We thank you for your word. We thank you because not a little we are going to, to be presented before you. So right now, Lord, we pray that the lives that we are living now may be living testimonies of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we pray, Lord, for those who are already starting to doubt in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ's name, we remind them that it is the goodness of God to trust repentance. So right now, every form of unbelief, we cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. And we, that is, we command every form of unbelief to get out in Jesus Christ's name. Get out of these people's minds. Get out of their thoughts. Get out of their dreams. Get out in the name of Jesus. And I declare that it is the word of God that is going to direct your thoughts in Jesus Christ's name. You will stand in faith and believe the word of God. And you will stand and walk in obedience. For every area where someone was backsliding right now, I declare conviction over this person in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare that you return to the Father now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today and for listening from start to finish. Thank you for listening from the beginning to the end of this podcast episode. We, you know, we have one new podcast episode every single day by the grace of the Lord. So make sure to subscribe and tune in tomorrow by God's grace to listen to the next podcast episode. If you have prayer requests or questions or anything you need to discuss concerning the Bible, or this podcast episode, or any other podcast episode, or the Smith Figures World Devotional in general, or the Bible in general, or any sin uh, which you are addicted to, for which you need deliverance, or healing, if you need prayer for sickness and disease, if you need healing, even in terms of your finances, if you need prayer, you can always contact me on Instagram, the Victoria Eo. You can contact me on Instagram with your prayer requests, with your questions, with your, like, anything that you need, the Bible by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit.